Hold on, baby girl. And I ain't doing shit. Just sitting here recording a motherfucking podcast. I was thinking the other day and shit. I'm like, yo, how freaky are you really? Because you talk a lot of shit. So, how freaky are you, though? So fucking freaky that you be thinking about marriage and kids and everything while I'm sucking your dick. Hold on, baby. Is you trying to keep my dick hard or make it soft? Ain't no head good enough or freaky enough for me to be thinking about marrying your ass, bitch. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Let's let's keep it real. You want to know what makes me so freaky? That's what the fuck we're here for, but telling me to marry you ain't fucking freaky. Is that I'm always in the mood to give head no matter when, where, or what. Oh, now you talking my language. I'm always ready for you. Head while you're watching the game. I'll give you head in your sleep. Oh, okay. Now my dick is getting hard, baby girl. Keep talking that language. I'll give you head if you just got to playing basketball and your balls are sweaty. Come on. See, that's what I'm talking about. You really know how to make a motherfucker dick go soft. I don't know if I'm cool with putting my dick in your mouth after you, I get done playing ball and I'm sweaty as shit. You think I'm going to kiss you? I'll give you head to your job on your lunch break and give you head. I'll give you head in the movie theater while you're eating popcorn. All right, bitch. You, 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 you killing me now. Like, what does popcorn have to do with the fucking head? This is, unless we watching our own porno, I don't think I'm going to be eating no popcorn while you giving me no head. I'll even give you head if you're on the phone talking to your mom. All right, bitch, you just a disrespectful ass now. You trying fucking have me stuttering while I'm on the phone with my motherfucking mom. Yo, this just don't sound too freaky to me. Sounds more like a fucking retard. You want to know what makes me so freaky? That's what the fuck we here for. Is that I'm always in the mood to give head no matter when, where, or what. I'm always ready for you. I think, I don't know. You're a little slow. When, where, or what? What? Um... I'm sorry, we we having a bad connection. I'm going to have to call you back probably at a later date, maybe tomorrow. Go to a restaurant out to eat. I'll go underneath the table and I'll give you head. If you go to the men's bathroom, I will sneak in there and give you head. Oh my God, baby, baby. It's a fine line between being freaky and being a trifling, low-down, sweaty ball-sucking bitch, you just turn me off, baby. You, you, you just really fucking turn me off, like really. But if you try to come and do some of that shit, you can definitely come over here, cause I am willing, and so is my dick. What's going on, my peoples? You're now tuned into the Everyday J Podcast. This is episode seven. We're live on iTunes and SoundCloud. Be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend that the Everyday J Podcast is back with another awesome fucking episode. I just got finished. I was taping this girl that I just started talking to and shit because she was talking a lot of shit, talking about how freaky she is and shit. And as you can hear... That bitch more than freaky. She's a fucking nasty motherfucker. Who the fuck wants you sucking a dick while they on the phone with their mom and shit? I understand sucking my dick and I'm on the phone with my main girl or something and you trying to make her feel some type of way or make me slip up, but sucking my dick while I'm on the phone with my mom is only going to get you cut the fuck off, baby. You, It's obviously you don't have no respect for my mother. It's, it's obvious. God damn, girl. Mm-mm-mm. A lot of shit been going on in the world. A lot of shit been going on in the motherfucking world. I was, I just happened to be watching uh, Maury the other day, and I'm not really a Maury fan, but sometimes you just got to get a little bit of ignorance outside of loving hip-hop and, and real husbands and real housewives and all that other shit. So I had to get some real ratchet up in me. And I happened to turn on the Maury Povich show. And they had some girl on there, and she's testing uh, two guys for her baby to be to see if they are her her baby dad. Yeah, I said she's testing two guys. 
How humiliating is it after the first guy isn't the father for a woman? Like, listen, Huzzy, you Huzzy's got to be more careful about thinking that you that you live in life like how men how men do. You cheat how men cheat. You you treat you treat other guys how men treat uh, some women and shit. The, the the difference is, baby, we're giving the babies. You guys are having the babies. So you just can't have any old nigga all up in your pussy after another nigga all up in your fucking pussy. Now you pregnant, you fucking three niggas, and you don't know who the fuck the father is. Hmm? And it's a lot of women out there like that who, who done had niggas take, take tests and shit and, and come to find out two years later that... Who they said a father was ain't the motherfucking father. That just, bitch, you, your pussy, and you have a terrible relationship. Because before y'all lay down with this motherfucking other nigga or three niggas and shit, you and her, you and your pussy should have this agreement that, listen, we are not going to get pregnant. We are just here for a quick fuck and go back home to our dudes. If you don't have a good relationship with your pussy, baby girl, I'm sorry for you, because I'm just saying that because I have a wonderful relationship with my dick. Me and my dick know damn well when it's time to pull out. Hey, we, we know we ain't got no time to be leaving no extra kids behind, no little cousins in the puss. We, we, we don't even want a drip of pre-cum on the lips of her pussy in order for her to think that she's pregnant. Oh, because nothing's more scary than hearing that you may have a baby on the way. Yes, we know it's such a blessing to be blessed with kids and to have the opportunity to raise a little one. Yeah, it's also a blessing to get a brand new pair of sneakers and a t-shirt to match. Same shit. It's just like I get the same, I get the same excitement and enjoyment out of a new pair of sneakers as you get out of having a baby. I'm just saying, yes, I am comparing sneakers and babies. We all got our loves. We all got our fucking loves. But this two girl the girl on Mari brought out two guys for the test and shit. And I don't know, the dude talking about the baby don't look like me. But it was clear that like the baby had the same arms and legs as this nigga. That's what that's what people fail to do when they be trying to find the fathers and shit. They be like, he look just like you. He got your nose. No, bitch. Look at that little motherfucker legs, man. That, like, it, that motherfucker got the same exact arms, man. Nigga, you can't deny that, baby. And what's the thing when you having sex with three motherfuckers and, and you have a baby? Like, what if what if all three of them are the dad? Is that, could that be, that would be some funny shit if it could be three dads of one baby. And I ain't talking about no this nigga's the uh, the new stepdad that came in town and shit. He's the new boyfriend and shit. I'm talking about one baby, three fathers. One father has the arms, the other one has the legs, and the other one has the back of the neck as the other dad and shit. Like, that's some shit you need to fucking think about. You bitches got to get on a better a, a better relationship with your pussy so you don't be out here having niggas tested for their kids and then they find out they ain't their kids and that's how they find out that you've been fucking three other motherfuckers and shit. That's how, sometimes that's how you find out your girl is cheating. That's the only way for a guy to really, truly, truly know if his girlfriend is cheating because women are so good at cheating that the only way they get caught is if you get on their nerves enough and they just tired of fucking lying and they just like, yeah, nigga, I'm fucking him. Or you, you, you seen her with dude, not your friends seeing her, you actually seen her, or if she gets pregnant and she has a test and you find out. And I think that's the worst way to find out that your girlfriend is cheating, and that's the worst way for a girl to let a guy know that she's a fucking hussy. Nigga, I wish the fuck I would find out my, my chick was cheating after having a, a, a test, a, 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 what is it, a... a a pregnancy, not a pregnancy test, goddammit. A biological, to see if I'm the biological father and shit. Like, I'd be damned the doctor be like, oh, yeah, it ain't your baby. You only got about 26.9% of being the other dad and shit. You like, well, who's this motherfucker that got the other 70-some-odd points 
Because we need to find this nigga, and I need to know how long this bitch been actually lying to me talking about I was I was daddy and this was my pussy. Because ain't nothing worse than a motherfucker chick telling you, oh, yeah, this, this your pussy, this your pussy. Then you find out she fucking some other nigga and had a baby by this motherfucker. You be like, bitch, you know what? You's a fucking liar, and I hope your pussy gets drier than dirt and sand in a fucking rock storm. Bitch, you fucking crazy. I don't know, I just thought that was a funny episode. I know a few people who who, uh, who that happened to, who they thought was the father of they, they babies and shit, and then come to find out, like, but you know, deep down, women know who the real dad is. It's just a matter of if she was fucking with two, three niggas, who was the best nigga out of the three motherfuckers that she feels, though, is responsible enough to take care of this baby? That's, see, women are always two steps ahead, but 12 steps behind, when they out here on that bullshit. She going, she got three niggas fucking. Three niggas. Nah, we ain't gonna say three. We it's not many bitches out here who's fucking three niggas, but it's it's a lot of bitches out here fucking two niggas. So let's just go with the more realistical number of two two niggas. Whoever the best nigga is out of the two dudes, that's who she's gonna say is the baby's dad. It don't matter. Like this baby could come out with the with the ears of Steve Francis and the face of Kobe Bryant. She's probably gonna go with the Kobe Bryant because Kobe's career lasted a little bit longer than Steve Francis. Plus Steve Francis got punched in the mouth by Steven Jackson or choked for for thinking that he was still cool and still getting NBA checks. But that's either here nor there. I digress. Mm-mm. What else been going on in this book? A lot of stuff been going on. I, I've been going for the past two weeks or whatever, just gathering information. And also, I've been attacking these motherfucking stages. I'm not sure when you're going to hear this podcast, but uh, I'm at the Lantern in West Village uh, this Wednesday, April 19th at the 10 p.m. show. And also, I'm at Stand Up New York on Saturday, uh, 422. Uh, I think that's April 22nd at 5 p.m. So come on out and support your boy. Come out and, and hear some laughs and shit. That was just, I'm, I'm the king of shameless plugs. I, had, I don't have that written down in the podcast. I wasn't even supposed to mention my shows, but shit, this is my joint. So I can promote whatever the hell I want to promote. It's just like scammers, you know. And if you know any scammers out there who's, uh, who taking, uh, who taking people on shopping trips, let me know. Cause I got I got about a hundred dollars that I would love to donate to a scammer if they can turn that hundred dollars into eight hundred dollars. You never know. I don't know. I guess I guess the scamming is like is like welfare now and shit. It's like the the EBT card. Motherfuckers still out here selling stamps and shit. None worth nothing. The stamp business will never die unless Trump stops that shit. And then you know because it's it's. It's kind of a, it's kind of believable that Trump will stop welfare. He don't care about poor white people. So you know damn well he don't give a fuck about no damn poor black people. When you don't give a fuck about your own, you know, you, you, you know, you know the masses is, is in trouble. Mm-hmm. It was a scammer. Kristen, Christine Daniel was convicted of conning dying cancer patients with a made-up miracle cure. This is like the, the nigga who be uh, selling the miracle spring water on on uh, the infomercials at 3.30 in the motherfucking morning. First of all, alright, I know you dying and, and you suffering from cancer, but if somebody give you some shit that smell like ketchup and suey sauce and tell you that that's the cure, bitch, it's I mean, let's be smarter than that. This bitch was putting all types of fucking uh, cayenne peppers and olive oil with ketchup and uh, and uh, barbecue sauces and fucking lorry seasoning. Like she put all this in the bike. She was selling it in fucking reused water bottles and shit. Like this shit is fucking ignorant. And it, the people, you know, when when you believe something so much, you start thinking that something's working. So I guess the people were, uh, they thought that the the cure was working, so they continued to buy the shit. And she was selling these shits for like five thousand a pop, five thousand dollars a bottle and shit. 
for you to think that you got a cure for fucking cancer and shit. And now the families are on an outcry and they're pissed off and shit because their mothers and their fathers have died after these dumb motherfuckers been wasted about fucking $60,000 on this bitch and her miracle cancer cure. You, this shit smelled like soy sauce and ketchup. You dummies. Rest in peace to the to the to the people we lost to the cancer, but I mean this bitch seen you coming, and I can't believe she was really a she was a real doctor. Like it wasn't like she was a, a made up doctor. Like she really had the mad scam and shit. She had the most illest scam. I don't know. She must have talked to this Miracle Spring with a nigga. Cause the Miracle Spring with a guy is the funniest nigga I know. Like this nigga is making money hand over fist. Miracle Spring with her. You have you have the people giving their testimonies and shit. I couldn't pay my electric bill for two months. And I ordered me some miracle spring water and I drank it. And my rent and my electric bill was paid. Nigga some spring water? Nigga prayed on a bottle of Poland Springs and told you that this shit was holy, holy water. And, and you went out here and believed this shit and ordered fucking 12 cases of this shit. That's the best scam ever, this fucking mirror. I, my back, my back, I couldn't stand up straight for three months. And I ordered some Miracle Spring water. And thank God I can walk a bitch, please. And then you got this nigga looking like fucking... A white Creflo dollar or, or a, a WWE like he he looked like uh what was my man Paul Bear's uh oh his name was Paul Bear Paul Bear this nigga like Paul Bear walking out with the Undertaker screaming and shit yeah I got the miracle spring water and if I I spring the spring the motherfucker on you and you drink the spring water you'll be cured for- and, and you just looking in, and you just looking in, out the window and you just see God just sitting there like yo don't believe this. Miracle spring water and a fucking cancer, a cancer cure, a shit that got soy sauce, soy sauce, water, ketchup, and hot sauce, and sound like a fucking, sound like a platter from the Chinese store, ketchup, hot sauce, and pepper on my mother. <sighs> Man, my people, my people, they, motherfuckers, are, motherfuckers to try anything. I like, I'm no, I'm slipping. I am entirely too smart not to be out here scamming motherfuckers for something. I got to come up with a fucking scam. If anybody got any type of fucking scam for me and, and it's working, man, hit me up at I am Jay Sutton on Instagram or on Twitter or something, man. Hit me up. Let me know, man, because I'm down. I, I'm tired of this shit. Fucking this bitch done made fucking thousands of dollars off of fucking ketchup, soy sauce, and hot sauce calling it the cure for fucking cancer and these dumb motherfuckers out here buying this shit that's when you like we we don't have no hope no more like like we don't really have no more hope and the sad thing is they gotta have a cure for cancer just like they gotta have a cure for AIDS but since they making so much money off of it the last thing that they thinking about is putting a cure out there for people to get better and some of these some of these cures are some of these diseases are man-made, so don't believe everything you fucking read and see on television. Please don't. It's like, believe as much as you read and see on television, uh, believe as much as that as you believe of media takeout blind items. The media takeout and they fucking blind items. I mean, I, I wish I knew who the editor was or who ran that shit or if I just... Seen it, I probably smack in the back of the head like, stop with this blind item shit, fucking lies and fucking bullshit. You niggas is just promoting lies and bullshit on the goddamn internet. Needless to say, every morning I wake up and take a shit, I'm on fucking media takeout, pissing myself off early in the fucking morning because I know they fucking lying and shit. I don't believe shit that I see on the internet. Not not a lot of that shit because a lot of that shit come with a fucking slant and there's no way that, like like when people be like, uh sources close to so-and-so like how like what do you mean the close to so-and-so and how does so-and-so know this and why would they fucking tell you like i'm sure if a person is famous enough a a, a source close enough to them is not going to be out here telling their business and shit i'm just like so 
don't believe none of anything that says a source, a, a, a close source. Kiss my ass, motherfucker. If you ain't see it with your own fucking eyes or if those people didn't say it, don't fucking believe it. Like right now they're saying that uh, Lala and, and, and Carmelo Anthony are living in separate houses. I don't know, nor do I care. Both of them rich as shit. I, like, I, don't, I don't bother myself with rich people problems anymore. I'm too broke. I can't afford to worry about your fucking problems. You you like like you can afford to like Melo can can afford to worry about me or care about what's going on in my life. He can afford that. I can't afford like I can't afford that. Motherfuckers is fucking crazy, man. Speaking of relationships, now we got J Lo and A Rod as a couple. Uh I guess the thing that that ties them is steroids is is uh is being accused of steroids, cause you know alleg well, uh, A Rod definitely was on them roids, and allegedly J Lo was was taking steroids when she was dancing for In Living Color. Allegedly, allegedly, so like like you can't tell me that that bitch wasn't on some type of fucking enhancement to be dancing all that goddamn time for Kenan and Ivory Wayne's. This bitch danced like, I mean, like she was there like five seasons and she never, I never seen her take a, a drink of water at all. She was always just dancing like, you gotta be on steroids. So I think, I think that's a good thing though. That I like them as a couple. I don't know why, but you know, like I said, I don't give a fuck, but if they happy, then shit, I'm happy. But yeah, J-Lo definitely was popping pills when she was working in Living Color. You can't be, you can't be, ain't, ain't the, only motherfucker who can dance that much without being on steroids is nobody. And that's just it. But that's the new couple alert. And we hope, I guess we hope that uh, Lala and Carmelo work things out. And you motherfuckers who are always talking about, oh, relationship goals, relationship goals. Get your own fucking life in order. You relationship goals. Beyonce and Jay Z are relationship goals. Bitch, you don't you you don't know what the fuck they going through. La 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 la. Remember, I remember Meek Meek and Nikki was really relationship goals. Nigga, that's not relationship goals, bitch. This bitch was with fucking Safari last week. Next week she with fucking Meek Mill. That's not fucking relationship goals. How it starts is how it's going to end. That's most relationships. How it starts is how it's going to end. That's why most cases when you start fucking, you end fucking. That's just what it is. That's what it is. Relationship goals, you motherfucking miserable fucks. You fucking miserable. Your relationship goals need to be fucking, uh, uh, who has a good relationship that, that's still together and won't die. Yeah, exactly. Can't think of none. All relationships come to an end eventually. Eventually. Is it going to be a good end or a bad end? That's the only question. It's the only fucking question, man. I don't know. I think I feel like I'm dropping a lot of jewels on episode seven of the Everyday J podcast. I hope I am, but I'm so high it don't even fucking matter. What else are we going to be talking about? This is old news to me, but I remember uh, when LeBron and, and... LeBron and Tristan was on the sideline arguing in the game and shit because I guess LeBron told Tristan he didn't make the right fucking uh, switch or some shit. And Tristan Thompson wasn't with that bullshit. He he, he wasn't on no Mario Chalmers shit. You ain't just going to be talking to me any old type of way you want, LB. So he get to yelling back at LeBron. James LeBron look, looking around for the camera and shit. He, yeah, sat down like somebody told their dog to sit down. I don't think he wanted that Tristan Thompson problem. Nigga, get the fuck out. LeBron be on that bitch shit, man. Sometimes my nigga be on that bitch shit. But, uh, yeah, Tristan definitely, yeah, he got him. And he needed, what the fuck, Tristan, I, that's probably why he's mad, because LeBron must have said something about seeing his his uh, his uh baby mom post that motherfucking picture. Paris Jackson on the motherfucker. I mean, not Paris Jackson, fucking Tristan Thompson, uh, Baby mom, I'm not sure what her name is, posted these motherfucking uh, snapback pictures. Oh, my God. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why niggas believe in they fine-ass women for fucking Kardashians. Man, I do not 
understand what type of trance and hypnotism these bitches be putting niggas under. But these niggas will st- straight drop they fucking three three kid family, wife and a dog, leave them behind, go fucking live with them, wind up in a motherfucking brothel, spending over fucking hundred thousand dollars on fucking drugs in the fucking brothel that was on fucking HBO, the fucking Bunny Ranch, fucking Lamar Odom in the fucking Bunny Ranch. Out of all the fucking, like that's when you know God's a comedian. Like out of all the brothels. In the world and in Las Vegas, I'm sure. How does Lamar Odom wind up in the fucking Bunny Ranch? That's just that's just like that's comedy gold. You can't write that story because immediately, as soon as you hear Bunny Ranch, you start thinking about this old white man who just ran around with about fifteen white women, and he just fuck this niggas in the fucking Bunny Ranch, fucking with the Kardashians. And when I was watching the movie Get Out. It reminded me of, of, of some Kardashian shit. And you know who the black guy was in Get Out? He was actually fucking uh, Ray J. That's who he was. He was Ray J. Ray J is the only one who escaped the Kardashians. Well, I guess also, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, little fast motherfucker who used to play for USC. Damn, I'm sorry. I got to leave this fucking weed alone. Used to fuck with Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. But I'm I'm going I'm going more I'm going more Ray J playing the the the, the guy and get out than uh, Reggie Bush because Reggie Bush wound up getting two 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 chicks that look just like the Kardashians pregnant. He's just like nigga, you can't leave them bitches alone. But Ray J is the only nigga to conquer the Kardashian curse, so he plays the hero in Get Out. Next time you watch Get Out, or if you haven't seen Get Out, think of the Kardashians. It, it looks like more of a spoof of the Kardashians. Than any fucking thing. These bitches bring you to their motherfucking house, and then once you're in there, you don't fucking leave. Hence Tiger, hence Kanye West, hence Lamar Odom. But they kicked him out. They like Lamar was so so bad that they was like, nigga, you don't even deserve to stay here. We 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 done. You we gonna ah, fucking Kardashians, man. Don't make no goddamn sense. And why the fuck is Paris Jackson on the cover of the fucking bazaar? Magazine. What the fuck this bitch do other than allegedly be Michael Jackson's baby? I'm still not convinced Michael Jackson laid down with that fat that fat white woman and had them two kids. Ain't no fucking way. I ain't I, I ain't got that man. If anything, imagine uh Mike Mike would have had babies with fucking Whitney Houston and that Diana Ross. I wonder if Michael Jackson finger popped Diana Ross. That probably would have been one thing that I wanted to do was finger pop Diana Ross when she was Diana Ross. Before she actually had all the motherfucking kids when that pussy was fucking fresh and new. Boy, I know that snapback was something else. And I know that head good. Bitches with, with wide mouths and big mouths, they give some good fucking head. I can't front. I, I can't front. So I could just imagine fucking some head from fucking Diana Ross. Oh my God, it would be so fucking... You'd be like, oh, this is a fucking miracle. This is, a, oh, this 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 is how the miracles felt. This is definitely how the miracles felt. Them Paris Jackson on the front of the fucking Bizarre magazine. Oh man, and, and the the commercial don't make it no better because she's dancing to like hit the, the the music behind, and the commercial sound like some old fucking hit Hitler's theme music and shit. Sound like some Soviet takeover shit. It's just not a good look for the Jacksons and shit. Speaking of the Jacksons, fucking shout out to fucking uh, Janet Jackson. If this is true, see, I don't, I don't believe everything that I hear on the internet. Allegedly, uh, well, let me catch you up. Janet had a, had a, was married. She got married to this uh, billionaire uh, Muslim guy. And they just had a baby not too long ago. And in the prenup, they have a prenup where... If, if uh, Janet stays with the guy for five months, I mean five years, sorry, erase that five months. If Janet was to stay married with dude for five years, she would receive, uh, if I'm not mistaken, $500 million or, or something, some, some outrageous fucking number. Now that it's rumored that they are separating or whatever, uh, now that it comes out that Janet and dude were together for 
take this, get this, five years and two months. I don't know what fucking book or low down dirty shame shit Janet is on, but nigga, you should have known it was coming. This bitch went from fucking penny on good times to telling niggas about the fucking pleasure principles. No bitch who got burnt with a fucking iron and then turns around and start telling you the pleasure principles. She ain't to be fucking trusted because she just ain't fucking to be trusted. Just he like, hey, bitch, what the fuck you know about the pleasure principles? Bitch, you done took a fucking iron to the motherfucking face. Hmm? You can't, you, can, you, you can't trust it. And, uh, and these bitches, Janet done been married two, three times. Janet got the alleged baby with, uh, with one of the, the barges. Like, Janet been in some scandalous shit. But, you know, oh, I say all that to say this. I still fuck if, 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 if it came down to it. I still fuck. I mean, like, who am I to say no to Janet Jackson and shit? I can't sit here in front like I wouldn't still knock Janet the fuck off because I would. But if, if if this is true, that she actually stuck around for fucking five years and two months, that is like perfect. Oh my god. She she's a, she she she's the one. Janet is the freaking one. I cannot front. I'm sorry. I can't believe it. I done picked up my phone and started scrolling through Instagram. Let me since I'm on Instagram, I might as well see who who my uh who my IG my IG hussy of the week is gonna be. And then it don't take much because Instagram ain't nothing but soft porno. Ain't nothing like this fucking soft porn. Uh I just wanna pick somebody at random for my uh for my for my uh IG chick of the week. It's usually Miss Twerksome, but I always give her every week, so I'm gonna scroll here and try to find my IG chick of the week. I'm sorry. I'll get back to you uh, about that. Um, what else can I talk about? It's a lot of things going on. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. New Jersey girl dies in a pancake eating contest. Greedy bitch. I, that's all I wrote. All I got is New Jersey girl dies in a pancake eating contest. I guess they didn't have no water or no milk on deck. What the fuck was he? Who? who, who what fat motherfucker gets in a pancake eating contest? Oh my god! I'm still looking for an IG chick of the week. Um, yeah, I was eating cereal. You know, you know what? Why hasn't General Mills and 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 Post makers of cereal why why haven't they got resealable bags yet? Like, I mean, it's 2017. Like, bitch, they got resealable bacon. Like, why can't you get a resealable fucking Cereal, cereal bag. That shit just bothers me. It's fucking, it bothers me that they don't have no, like, out of all, after all these fucking years, you telling me I can't fucking reseal my motherfucking sweet puffs or my motherfucking Captain Crunch berries? Like, motherfucking goddamn. Get a fucking resealable bag. Get a fucking resealable bag, man. Fucking Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly and Fox News paid out. 13 million to 25 women for sexual harassment. Well, 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 Bill O'Reilly. Mr. Mister Don't Like Black Folk and Rap Music out here fucking paying off 13 mil to 20. No, no, only five women. I'm sorry. I don't put 25 women. I done, I done had this nigga on the, on the same level as motherfucking Bill Cosby and shit. My bad. 13 million to five women. For sexual harassment. That's still a lot of women to be and, and a lot of money to be paying for you to be an old fucking fart. Fox News is Fox News don't make no motherfucking sense. They supporting this shit though. They really supporting it. Thirteen million. But this is this is of course this is Donald Trump's friend. Of course this is Donald Trump's friend. And I'm sure he's a he's a big Donald Trump supporter also. So yeah, that's some bullshit. Mm-mm. What else been going on? Uh, Tony Romo retired. I was a Romo fan. A lot of people don't respect Romo for what he did. I don't care. He, a lot of people ain't win no fucking a lot of playoff games and shit. He still was a solid quarterback. And he's, he was a good quarterback. So, you know, 
No, I don't agree with this nigga getting on, sitting on the fucking Dallas Mavericks bench. Like, what the fuck was that all about? Like, nigga, they ain't even give you a a, a, a standing ovation or or a leaving press conference for the Dallas Cowboys. But you had the fucking Mark Cuban's a fucking genius with the way he make people pay attention. He's a motherfucking genius the way he does. So Romo retired. He's gonna be working at. As the uh, the number one or slash two of the CBS anchors who will be calling play by play for CBS uh, football this year, so that should be interesting because Romo is a, a pretty good character. And I'll pay attention. I mean, I watch football, so of course I'll fucking pay attention. I don't have no goddamn choice. Mm. I don't know what the fuck Mike Mike Epps brung a fucking kangaroo on stage. What the fuck was that all about? That shit was. I don't know, Mike. I fuck with you, Mike, but what the fuck was the what the fuck was the kangaroo about? Like, I don't like. That's one of them ignorant things where I just don't find shit funny. Like sometimes I be like motherfuckers be cracking up at certain things, and I be sitting. I be like, man, that shit ain't fucking funny. Like him bringing the kangaroo on stage, I be like, okay, nigga, where, where's the fucking punchline at? Like, nigga, fuck out of with that dumbass kangaroo on stage. Kiki Wyatt is expecting her ninth child. God damn, Kiki Wyatt. Nine babies, but this bitch snapped back like a fucking rubber band fresh out the pack, though. Kiki Wyatt is like nine fucking children. That much. She got She got Mary's vagina. She. Got, I mean, my nigga, you can't even think about coming. Like, you, you can't even think. Like, she. I probably would lose. She's the only one I would lose the pullout game to. Like, I don't think my pullout game is quick enough for fucking Kiki Wyatt. Her pussy must motherfucking grab. I mean, it's like a like a magnet in the bottom of her pussy, and it just take all your motherfucking kid seeds and just make them go to the motherfucking place where babies are fucking born. This bitch got Mary's pussy. Like, God, that's a Mary's vagina. I don't, that sounds worse when I say Mary's pussy. She has Mary's vagina. Nine babies. She can sing her ass off, but goddamn, bitch. That pussy motherfucking wider than the motherfucking freeway. God damn. Freeway just signed with motherfucking Rock Nation, too. That's what's up. Shout out to him for that. Um, What else do I got going on here? I got a few things, a few more things that I could talk about before I get out of here and end this uh, podcast. Uh, Albums, rap music, rap, 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 rap. Uh, Hip-hop albums that came out. Freddie Gibbs. You Only Live Twice album. I only fuck with the, the two new gangster rappers that I fuck with is Freddie Gibbs and Schoolboy Q. So go out and get that Freddie Gibbs, You Only Live Twice. That's my motherfucking shit. Uh, another artist that I just found out was is a guy named Michael Christmas, who's from New York. I think he's from Brooklyn. I'm not sure. But Michael Christmas, this nigga's one of the dopest MCs that I've heard in a long fucking time. And you know, if I'm out here co-signing a nigga, this nigga must can really rap his motherfucking ass off. And Michael Christmas can do some motherfucking rapping. Now, for the Kendrick Lamar album, damn. Yeah, I, I, I waited, I waited, I listened to it five days in a row or however many days it's been out. I've been listening to it since. This kid is this kid is the greatest. He's the greatest right now. He he's number one. His albums are they they they're all conceptual conceptual. They got good concepts and the the things that he's talking about. Oh my god! My favorite track is Element. Element is my motherfucking shit. Of course, Humble goes hard. Uh, I like Duckworth because Duckworth is a story about his pop and um. And Top Dog, who's the president or the owner of uh, Top Dog Entertainment, it's a story about them, uh, his da- about Kendrick's dad working at a fast food joint and Top Dog being his big big time uh, pimp drug dealer, and how one time robbing it maybe and, uh, Top Dog could have shot Kendrick's pop, but he didn't because he was a cool dude and he kept on giving him, he was giving him uh, free biscuits and shit. But he befriended them before all of this shit happened. It's fucking. It's a deep ass song, and Kendrick already went on went on record and said that it's a true fucking story. So, boom, there you have it. Also, joints that I like, I fuck with loyalty with Rihanna. I probably fuck with anything with Rihanna on it. I probably would like Rihanna on me if I could. Eventually, I probably will. 
I'll I'll put this out here. I'm going to date Rihanna. Don't even worry about it. That's that's my word. I like love. Love. I like the entire album. It's a fucking classic. It's it's no songs you have to skip. Oh, DNA. That's my shit. You what do you say? You probably switch inside your hormones DNA. That DNA shit is fucking hard. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick Lamar album is fucking. It's the, it's the dopest shit out. It's the dopest shit out. So go ahead and make sure you go check out that Freddie Gibbs. You only live twice. That's my shit. My favorite song on there is Twenty Four Carat though. Twenty Four Carat is my shit. Uh, Michael Christmas, both his albums. One of them is called What a Weird Day, and the other one is called Is This Art. Whatever you do, and when you tune into Michael Christmas, the first song I want you to listen to is on Is This Art. Uh, I can't remember the name of the title track or the song that I'm talking about, but it's the first song on Is This Art. Ah, uh, dude fucking tears this beat to fucking smithereens. And Kendrick's album, Damn, which is a classic. Yes, I'm going to go ahead out there and say this motherfucker going to put out three classics in a row. A lot of people didn't like To Pimp a Butterfly, but I did because... I like to think, and, and it really was like a, a audio movie for me. Like, I, I pictured everything as he was talking about it. Uh, so, yeah. And I advise you to go check out the uh, Joy Badass, American Badass album also. Good album. Good concepts. He's talking some shit. Uh, standout tracks are For My People. Also, I love Land of the Free. That's going to be a top 40 hit, I'm sure. Uh, along with Devastated. Um, it's, it's some joints on there. I like Super Predator with Styles P also. And speaking of Styles P, Styles P and Talib Kweli released an album together. Uh, the title escapes me, but I did give it an ear, and I hear some stuff on there. I got to give it another ear, so I'm going to give you a better review on it on the next episode of the podcast. Uh, so that's your music updates. <clears throat> Later on in the show, we'll have uh, Salim Hakeem come in and he's going to um, tell his drug stories and how he got away with uh, millions of dollars as he was working with the BMF. Uh, he hinted around that he didn't snitch, but he did tell the police about uh, about the mansions that Meech and, uh, and his brother had out in Detroit. So stay tuned for Salim Hakeem. He'll be coming up real soon. Byron Manilow came out and told the world he was uh he was gay. So Barry Manilow waited till 2017 when he's damn near ready to die to tell us some shit that we know from the first time we seen his ass on the television or heard his voice through audio. Nigga, tell me something I don't know. Tell me that you used to have a girlfriend before you realized that she was gay. Like, tell me something I don't fucking know. Like, sometimes, uh, and of course, he has an album getting ready to drop. How convenient to come out of the closet and want support from everybody than a week before your album drops. Shout out to Barry Manilow. The fuck out of here, Barry. You just as bad as fucking that kid McConan. Damn kid McConan. He, he, who, who came out and told us he was gay. Uh, nigga, we knew you was gay on Tuesday, my nigga. Like, as soon as, soon as we heard Tuesday, we was like, oh, yeah, he probably gay. Because only motherfuckers who partying on a Tuesday like that is, is, is and going up on a Tuesday is fucking, is, is the gay club. We $2 Tuesday in the, over in the hood and, and, and the, the real ninjas and shit. Barry Manilow. Yeah, I'm gay. Uh, yeah, dude, we fucking knew that a long time ago. Well before... You came out and told us in 2017, a week before your fucking album is hitting shelves. I can't keep up with these motherfucking rich people. Rich motherfuckers just decide, they, oh yeah, let me tell you I'm gay. Uh, dude, we know. Yeah, we, we really fucking know. Not nothing to us. Uh, what have I been watching? Have you caught The Get Down? The Get Down on Netflix? It's a, it's a great hip-hop story about the evolution of hip-hop and how it all got started and all uh, in the Bronx and everything. The Get Down is on its second season. If you haven't seen The Get Down, then you don't love hip-hop. And me, I love hip-hop. So any, you can you can tell me hip-hop is in something, and I'm going to fucking watch it just for the love of the fucking art. But every time The Get Down always gives me episodes where I'm tearing up 
it, it just it, like I'm ready to just ball out with tears. And this this year's episode was when Shaolin had the uh, the face off with Cadillac. I don't know if y'all seen it or whatever, but Shaolin had the dance off. DJ Shaolin had the dance off with uh, with Cadillac for supremacy of the of the big club in the city and shit. Cadillac thought that that Shaolin was just gonna let him go ahead and do his little disco shit. So he let him get his shit off. And then the breakers came out and shut that fucking dance shit down. I mean, I damn near teared up. It just made me so fucking happy that Shaolin decided to stand up to Cadillac. That's a good that's a good good show to watch. You should have your kids watch it also so they can really have some more respect for hip hop because right now all hip hop is is Molly Percocets and lean and we losing our kids to this shit but you know I don't have no kids so I guess I'm not losing any kids but I'll save as many kids lives as I fucking can because that's just the type of guy I am I'm reading over my notes and I, I, I have written down a woman's life is love and a man's love is life. Follow me now, because I, I really, I really want the, I really want the congregation to understand what I'm saying here. A woman's life is love. A man's love is life. Now let me break that down to its lowest common denominator. A woman's life is love, which means a woman craves for love and attention from a man and her whole life revolves around being happy with this with this guy and having the perfect family and, and just 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 giving love on the flip side a man's love is life which means he's going to live his life to the fullest because that's his love. It's it's the thing that, that pushes him when he wakes up in the morning. He loves life. You know what I'm saying? So, ladies, you got a man out here and he's out here trying to get it. And I ain't talking about he out here pushing nickels and doms and he's he's hustling on the corner for, for, for the family and all that other shit. No, 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 no. Now, that is a reason to stay off his ass because he's paying the bills. But on the flip side, nigga, you can get locked up. For a few years, and then boom, y'all back to ground zero. I'm talking about women supporting men who are actually out here striving for greatness. Say it, uh, be it uh, rap music, uh, singing, uh, comedy. Uh, if you had, a, if 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 you just got a dream to start your own business, like that's what men live for. That life. Women live, they love, they love, they love, they give all their love. That's what they do. Men give their love, but they give that, that love to that person and also to their desire in the world. A lot of people get it fucked up. They be like, damn, man, my girl mad at me. I don't know what to do because she just going to be mad, my nigga. She 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 got to get over it, man. Just roll up and tell her, baby, you got to get over it. You got to get over it, man. Because where we go wrong at is women want men to desire them as much as they desire their their dreams and shit. And I'm not saying that that can't happen or that's not what it is. It's just a man is going to focus more. Like he he can give you the love, and he's going to give it to you. But when something's in a man's heart. Ain't nothing that can get in between that shit. Nothing. It's either get down or lay down. In the famous words of Nino Brown. It's either get down or fuck or lay down. But women, you got to stop thinking that men are like... Our desires... We desire you. We love you. We love the fuck out of you. I swear to God, we do. But... When you when you when you have a goal and you wake up every day and that's what's on your fucking mind. Now we're not saying we don't think about you. Hey, baby, we, you know we send you the, the morning texts and 
Hey, baby, my dick hard as a motherfucker this morning, girl. You don't know I'm thinking about you. But motherfucker also think about trying to get to get closer to that motherfucking goal. Mm. And that's the fucking truth. So there you have it. I gave you that's that's my that's my positive thought for the podcast right there. A woman's life is love and a man's love is life. I don't know what I just said. I just know I'm high as shit, but I know it made a little bit of sense. I may have been talking in circles a little bit, but if you listen to that shit, you'll understand. Women want men to desire them just as much as they desire their own dreams. Whew, that's a tough one. That's a, that's a tough pill to swallow. That is a tough pill to swallow. That's a conversation that no one wants to have. But nonetheless, it's a discussion that we need to have. Also, if uh, anybody's in the New York area, feel free to hit me up and you can uh, get an interview on the Everyday J podcast or you can sit in on the show. And if you got an opinion and you can keep up with the shit that I talk about, then you're more than welcome to sit in. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm actually looking for a female co-host because I can't just keep giving all this uh, all this manliness in, in my opinion. Uh, although I understand women and as, as well as a man could understand a woman, you know, you know, I watch a lot of the show girls and shit to learn from women and, and girlfriends and shit like that. Like, nigga, you gotta do, you, you gotta do your fucking homework on women because you ain't no just waking up one day and you like, yeah, man, I understand her. No, the fuck you don't. Women are complex. One minute they want you to say I love you, next minute they be like, man, this nigga soft as shit. And women just gotta make up their fucking mind now. Do you want a bad guy or do you want a good guy? Because one minute you want, oh man, he's too nice. Now that nigga done punched you in your mouth and fucked 13 bitches on you. Now all of a sudden you, oh, I don't need that. I need me a good guy. Get the fuck out of here. Bitches always on Facebook talk about this and that, about what type of guy they want and all that other shit. Bitch, you go build him. Put, put that nigga together. Better play, better play a, a video game and, and build his ass shit. Hmm. I was thinking about when I was working at uh, Power 99, I was doing my internship, and uh, Wendy Williams came and sat in at the, uh, at the station. It's a true fucking story. Came and sat in. She did a week there because, you know, Wendy's always been, when she was doing radio, she was uh, syndicated, so she was all over in all types of cities and shit like that. So she came to Power 99 and... and a week there and I actually was interning that day and I and I had the pleasure of sitting in on her show and also going to go get her sweaty ass some motherfucking deodorant bitch 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 was sweating she's a sweaty one yes she is I don't want to call her a bitch but hey Wendy you know you sweaty sent me she said give me two cases two two deodorants too not just one she needed two I'm like man what you need one for each underarm like bitch you must be a sweating ass Linebacker, this true fucking story, man. She shouted me out on the radio and everything. Them motherfuckers thought I got hired. People who I went to school with at Lincoln University and shit, they just hit me up. Yo, dude, I heard your name on the radio. I'm like, yeah. Did she say that I was going to go get her sweaty ass linebacker underarms ass some motherfucking deodorant? That bitch wanted some motherfucking degree too, men's degree. I said, oh shit, man, you got you got shave your underarm. You can't. No bitch just out here using no motherfucking men's deodorant and shit. Mm-hmm. I never forget that shit though. I enjoyed my time at uh, Power Ninety Nine. Just too much politics and that shit. I mean, they want you to work in promotions for fifteen years before you even think about sitting in on the motherfucking room. Mm-hmm. I do not have fifteen years of my life to stand outside holding no motherfucking signs, nigga. I'm a star. You need to. Put that microphone in my face and let me go. And that's the thing with me, man. I always think that I'm I'm ready for any fucking thing. I'm I'm just ready. I was fucking I was I had no I had all I had was one year experience of doing my own radio show at Lincoln and I just thought that I was ready to go to Power Ninety Nine and just fucking ready to run a joint. I was though. I knew I was because Fucking Uncle O was stealing all the shit that I was saying behind scenes and saying it on air. Stealing my shit. I'm like, oh, man, I know I can do this job. This nigga's a fucking thief. True story. Because I, I interned with the hot boys. I, like, I was set up. I just was a dumb young boy. 
a dumb young boy. I always knew that I was a fucking boss. I'm not no motherfucking worker. I'm not. I can work for you for a little bit until I learn everything. Once I learn everything, I don't have no time for all that extra bullshit. Just hit record. Hit record. Selene, you ready? Yeah, now I don't want to say no. You ready, Selene? Right. Selene Hakeem, y'all. Selene Hakeem. I mean, I'm 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 just saying like, what 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 you want me to do? I'm 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 hustling. I'm hustling with BMF. The feds come. They got all of us. We all lined up. All three hundred of us and shit. We all got million dollars in our pockets for no reason at all. Cause that's how we do at BMF. We just run around with a million in our pockets and cash, nigga. Feds come rush. You know what I'm saying? Got all of us lined up at the motherfucking, at the, at the, at the mansion and shit. And I don't know how they knew that we just scored, but all I know is when I was on the phone with the detectives and shit, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, I don't, I, I, I think this truck is full of some shit. I'm not sure, but I think that we might just got a shipment in. Like, I don't know how the fuck the feds got, got that out of that. All I know is I told them, I'm like, yo, I don't know if this is, if this some shit up in here, but I know Meech just was, was pacing 12 times. And when, when Meech paced 12 times, I know a shipment coming in. At least that's what I think. Cause I know the last time he paced 10 times, it wasn't nothing there, but I could have swore I seen Meech pace 12 times. So I'm like, yo, it might be a shipment coming in and shit. So whole time when they when they took us downtown and all that other shit all i'm telling i'm like yo man don't don't lose not one not one dollar nigga i got i had a mill cash on me i'm talking about a mill cash all tens nigga because i because i don't really like counting in twos like two four six eight that's kind of harder than just 10 20 30 40 60 like it just sound cooler like when you got money you know what sound cooler like all tens tens 20 30 40 60 70 80 90 100 you know, you know, like now listen to this: two, four, six, eight, ten. Like it get too, it get too quick to get to the bean when you counting by twos. Like when you counting by tens, it just sounds so much better because it take longer to get to that bean. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70. I'm still going. Two, four, six, eight. Look, I'm at the bean already. Bitches thinking I'm broke out here. Y'all, these bitches thinking I'm broke. I ain't broke, bitch. I just got locked up with BMF, told my motherfucking lawyer. I said, I told my lawyer, I said, yo, I told my lawyer, I said, yo, lawyer, listen. I got a mill cash on me, all tens. You can get, you can get half of that. If you can just get to the detective and tell him that I might, I might have seen Flannery in Miami talking to Trick Daddy. I'm not sure if they was really talking about bringing that shit over there on them boats and shit, but I know they was talking about it. I know they definitely mentioned bringing some coke in and some cars and shit. Like you might want to look into that shit, cause I, I'm not I'm not that nigga who out just out here snitching on motherfuckers like straight up. Like I ain't no snitch, nigga. I had a mill and cash in my pockets when they came and got me, motherfucker. Lined up three hundred of us in the motherfucking mansion, nigga. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. Nigga, you see how long it take me to get to that bean, nigga? You niggas out here just half stepping, like I ain't do, like I ain't do all this time. You know what I'm saying? Cause I remember when I was mo- I was just, I was just a little hustler. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a little ass hustler out here. You know what I mean? I was, I was busting my moves. I, you know what I mean? I was doing my little. My little nicks and my dimes and shit out here with the, you know what I mean? I'm busting my moves and shit, but eventually, nigga, like, like I ain't gonna lie to you. Two months later, nigga, I, I, my nigga, I went from two ounces to fucking three pounds in a week, nigga. Nigga, I ain't robbed nobody, motherfucker. I ain't have to rob nobody, nigga. I know, I know, I, 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 I seen robbed. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to the cops and shit. They ask me. They like, yo, you, you like, you ain't robbed nobody, did you? I'm like, nah, rob, rob out here robbing every motherfucking body. Rob, rob them. You know what I mean? He done got caught up at the A plus. You know what I'm saying? Stealing fucking um, Micah Nikes and shit. Rob got a pocket full of money. He out here stealing Micah Nikes. Now all of a sudden the cops pull him over. You know what I'm saying? He got 
three bricks of cocaine in his trunk and shit. Right? That's like that's what I told the cop. I told the cop, I'm like, man, I seen him take a lot of Mike and Ike's out of the A plus and shit. Now I didn't know that that was gonna get them to pull him over for some fucking Mike and Ike's. All they asked me was like, yo, what you know about Rob? I'm like, man, I know he steal a lot of Mike and Ike's. I ain't even mentioned all the cocaine that that motherfucker is selling. I didn't know about the. I didn't, I, mean, I didn't know he had a trunk full of cocaine. All I know about the nigga steal Mike and Ike's all the time. For like, he got a pocket full of fucking money. This nigga's like, this nigga's wilding out here, yo. Like, he don't even have to steal. Now cops pull him over three bricks in the trunk. <laughs> now what I'm supposed to do? Now, now they talking about I'm a snitch. How I'm a fucking snitch? I, I said the nigga had Mike and Ike's. I didn't know that cops were pulling niggas over for Mike and Ike's and shit. All right, Celine, man. Shit's over, my nigga. You don't got to worry about it no more. Nigga, niggas know. Niggas, what? I mean, a lot of niggas are snitching nowadays, Celine. A lot of niggas, like, that's, like, part of the cool thing. See, that's what I'm talking about. You talking about, like, you keep mentioning snitching. Like, nigga, I didn't say nothing about Rob Cocaine in his trunk. I didn't say nothing about the cribs that Meech and them had out in motherfucking Philly. They ain't even find nothing out in that crib out in Philly. Cause you know what I mean, when I told them, I'm like, yo, I think he got a crib out in Philly. They they ain't they they went out there. It wasn't nothing there. How was I to know that they had a fucking? They had all the deeds to all the other houses that they in, in the mansions and shit, and the cars and shit in the Philly house. I didn't know that the Philly house was where they kept all of the fucking paperwork for everything. I didn't know that. Then I'm out here. I'm out here in these motherfucking streets. Now I'm back to fucking. Now I'm I'm back to selling pills and shit. I'm out here pill. I'm selling pills, nigga. Nigga, that that's where the money at. That's where the money at. You know what I'm saying? I I sell the pills. Fuck that. I'm telling like like I told my doctor the other day. I'm like, yo, doc, I ain't I ain't tell the cops that you was. I ain't tell the police that you was that you was giving me pills on the low. I ain't tell them that. You know what I'm saying? I just was like, yeah. He gave me a few pills from now on, now and then. I didn't know that the cops was going to think, like, oh, shit. <laughs> Illegally cop giving out fucking free pills, cheap pills. Of this. Like, all I told him was like, yo, he gave me a few pills for my pain. And then they asked me this old trick question. They're like, yeah, well, well what's this about uh, 15 pills and you paid uh, 12 12 on the pill in, in this text message to the doctor. I'm, I'm like, yo, I didn't even tell them that they can go in my phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, they like, yo, they, they take my phone. They're like, hey, put your finger put your finger on the button and shit. I put my finger on the button. You know what I'm saying? Now they all in my phone and shit. I didn't even okay that shit. Straight up. I ain't, I'm not snitching. I'm not no motherfucking snitch. I just tell them motherfuckers what I think I know. When you tell them what you think you know, then you know what I mean. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know Rob had cocaine in his trunk. All I knew was the nigga still Mike and Ike's. Now I'm moving now, now, now. You know, somebody now somebody got to take over the block that Rob was running. So who better than me? Who better than me? All right, Celine, man, we'll we'll catch you on the next episode because I'm sure you got plenty of fucking stories. For, for us and my nigga just be safe out here man keep your eyes open my nigga cause niggas is killing snitches these days that's all I'm saying to you see there you go now you talking about my fucking deaths and, and killings and shit man nigga I didn't I didn't tell the cops nothing like nigga all I told the cops was yo I yo I seen I seen Rick and them come walking back from this fucking you know what I mean they walking back from the woods and shit you know what I mean I I th- I, that's why I seen him coming back from. I'm like, yo, y'all seen Rick and them coming from back there? I didn't know that it was a fucking dead body back there the whole time. They done locked up Rick. My nigga, I just told you, it's cool. We'll catch you next show. Tell us about Rick and them on the next episode, my nigga. I got to keep the show going, man. This joint getting long-winded, and you being here telling telling on me eventually. Talking about it. I done stole a microphone to do the podcast and shit, you snitching-ass nigga. But thanks for... That was my nigga Selene Hakeem. He'll be back uh, next show.
give us some updates on his on the latest shit he got going on in his crazy ass life. Sorry to say it, but the show is now over. Got your mom coming over, and I'ma bend that ass over. But I can't do it sober, cause her breath smell like Folgers. And coffee makes me spit up, but her butt makes me cheer up. When I wear my t-shirts tight, not real tight. Just right, I wear them so my arms can bulge out the sleeve. I know I work out so my shirts fit real good. Yeah, yeah. These hoes love my style. Yeah, yeah. But they don't say nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the summertime, yeah, yeah. Get your vines, yeah, yeah. Don't wear no dark sneakers. Better wear your light sneakers. Don't want to wear no socks, but my feet get sweaty. I ain't no Muslim, yeah. But I tell a nigga, salam, salam's my nigga. Yeah, they say, la, 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 la. I say, who, 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 who. And I just made up a song. For you, the listener, and I see your mom and I whisper, can I lick your tape? She said, Jed, no, you ain't. You gon' lick my clit, and I'm a That's an X-rated show for you. This has been Everyday J Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you fucking subscribe on iTunes or follow on SoundCloud. Tell a friend, tell a friend that you love the Everyday J podcast. And like I always say, do it big or don't do it at all. Why get hit by a car when you can get hit by a bus, my nigga? You are shortchanging yourself, my nigga. Keep your eyes open and your head on the swivel because a nigga will hook the shit out of you. Don't get snuck. Don't get snuck. <laughs>